you know, it was a pretty good weekend. That wasn't a bad tournament at all, was it? No, sir. That was no well put off. Really great course. Oh my god! I'm gonna say that's the best course I've done. What challenging? No question. No question. Yeah, best course because it's got some tough shots. Yeah, and some not too tough shots, but still, you know, elevation change or uh, distance, just a cool layout or distance or whatever. But there was a good array of difficulty. There's a couple of easy ones too. You know of what I mean? Course. Like the first one yeah, on yeah. the first course. The fir- uh, mm. Well, I guess we started on number five, right? Mm, something like that. Yeah. That one was pretty easy. Flat grass, straight yeah. down the pipe to a wolf. Yeah. At like 35 yards or something. But oh, like. That was 41. Sorry. The B course, though. Very different course. Yeah. So, folks, there's two courses that was essentially for this tournament. First 20 targets was course A. Um, mostly, roughly the same elevation for you to target. Uh, relatively straight shooting. But there was a good few, like, in between, like, a V of trees and stuff like that. And, and a couple uh, ups and downs, but, like, low grades. Yeah, like, like not 20 steep. feet yeah, maybe not steep, up. right? So now B course was vastly different and more difficult. Essentially, every shot was on some level of terrain or weird footing, so, or yeah, or between something or above. Yeah, above. Yeah, <laughs> that puma. That puma was a pretty pretty sweet amazing. Yeah, it was good. So it was like it was, I think I'm pretty sure it was 28 yards. Yeah, it was but 28. I'd be willing to bet you would be at about a 70 D yeah, probably a 70 degree angle. Pretty steep. Up. In a tree. Like, oh yeah. yeah. So he had it set up on a cantilever with, with some weights and stuff. And it was super cool. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, first time we had a chance to do that kind of shot. Yeah. Really? It, it's, uh, it was a all in all fun course. Like you say, a, a course excellent. A was a bit easier. Course B much more technical and challenging, but Still fun all around. Oh, absolutely. Um, no bad shots. Even for, like, I'll tell you one thing I never heard you say at all that weekend was how they're like, oh, this is not real conducive for a lefty. Like, they did a real good job of keeping yeah. every shot conducive for both hands. Yep. There was no, like, oh, this tree is in the Nothing way for a left-handed guy. Like, it's pretty good. Just yep. footing was footing was different on some though. Like you had some almost everything was off kilter, uneven or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I guess. Well, what do you think your favorite target? Puma of the whole the, the puma was your favorite. Yeah, really by far the coolest. Yeah, by far the coolest one. I thought. Hmm. I think my favorite was across the water. That's a the one for the, for the um, like the Gimsbuck or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Um, but that was also yeah. That's a real. That cool was a one. cool shot. I, I like yeah. that one a lot. Yeah. Um, luckily, they did not have a lot of turkey targets. Uh, although they had a few, <laughs> probably four or five. Um, over the whole two courses. Over yeah. the whole two courses, which was <clears throat> delightful because goddamn, our turkey targets hard to hard to see any rings on, man. So now they also had a bonus course. 
They did have a bonus course. And by the, the way, dirty dozen. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> folks, all this is going to be on our YouTube channel. Like we we've filmed the whole thing, so we're gonna break it up into days, and we're gonna do one for the bonus course as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that, brother. But yeah, so they call it the Dirty Dozen, so a thirteen target course. Um, super dark, mm-hmm. super dark targets. Essentially, every three D target was black. Havelina, deep in the woods, super shady. Like there was a big a canopy, a lot of shadows. Oh yeah. And we decided and to warm up with this on day one. Yes, this is how we yeah. this is how we got started before we were going to go yeah. shoot the tournament. We went, you know what we'll do <laughs> is we'll go to that bonus course. That so basically, if you if you get an eleven or a fourteen, you get extra tickets added in the fifty fifty drop. Yeah, for the tournament. So it's just a side course that's a bit of fun. So we go ah, we'll hit that to warm up because there's too many people in the field. Just seemed like a faster, better idea. Yeah. And we had hours to kill because we had an afternoon shoot. Um, <laughs> so we get in there, and the first target is like, was it a 53-yarder? 57. 57-yarder. Yeah. Through a tight, tight patch of trees. Yeah. Like, think of like in a haunted movie when somebody looks down this thin little path and in it the narrows. woods. And the trees are just like, shh, 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 all the way down, super, super tight. That's what we were shooting through. Yeah. Um, needless to say, uh, I busted off two arrows, I think it was. But I was off on my left or right. I did get it dialed out and figured it out afterwards. Yeah. But I was, remember that one that I shot that just went bang right into Whee! a tree? Like, <laughs> well, there you have it. Yeah, I lost one as well on an 84-yard bear um, that you could just see. That was a tough. We got to that one. That was probably what target five. That was number nine. Oh, was it nine? Okay. Yeah. Um. So we range it, and it's like eighty-four yards. I think it was on mine. Yeah. And I was like eighty-four. Yeah. And you had shot before me, and you were getting a wrong reading on your range finder. Yes, yeah, so I was getting sixty-four. I was getting sixty-four yards. Yeah. So you went in the dirt. Very much so. Yeah. Um, in the stump. Yes, in the stump as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I ranged it at fifty or eighty-four, and did my elevation was good, but I was uh, I was pretty far right because I was in his arm. Yeah, well, the second go around, I got him right in the grind. You did get him in the grind, yeah. You thought you missed him? <laughs> I totally you, did. You, I was like, "There's no way!" And then we get up, and you're like, "Oh!" I was like, "Bro, it's eighty-four yards away. You probably can't even hear it hit." You know, <laughs> yeah. and there was a lot of people in the background talking and there was yeah, going yeah. by and shit like that so um it was a happening event man there was over 100 and set around 175 yep. like that's a nice turnout and yep. this is not something that is openly publicized it's not, not much uh it's not pumped up they have a facebook page that's yep. it and man what what a good showing. Bro, and I didn't even so we only caught on to this because Matt messaged me on Instagram and he goes, Hey man, are yeah. you going to the Porcupine Holloway ASA shoot? And I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing. When is it? And he was like, just gave us the dates, and we were like, Yeah, fuck it, we're going. It's supposed to be good. And it did not disappoint. On day one, when we pulled up into the field, and there was like 
Tra- it campers looked like attack everywhere. It, it looked like attack event. There was campers yep. everywhere, trucks with tents on top of them, people with full blown trailers, like trailer. Uh, oh, it was a full on event. Yeah, uh, like normal utility trailers turned into campers. Oh yeah, giant tents. Like there was a uh, one trailer that had a giant smoker on it, and Buddy was cooking all kinds of chicken and bean the beans, all oh, the smoked oh, beans and stuff, God. man. Oh, uh, and he, yeah, what was it chicken and so yeah, it was just chicken. We were chicken doing. dinner, chicken slaw and beans, right? Yeah. And before that, I for, ate just the fucking beans. Oh my god, they were so good. And it just uh, before that for lunch, they were doing like sausages and stuff and hot dogs. Yeah, burgers and dogs burgers and, and dogs. sausages. Yeah, um, all on the smokers. Well, dude, it was such it was such a well done event. Yes, so they had well live done. music that evening. And- yeah, and they got like this little uh, spot right in the middle of the course almost that's like full of lawn chairs where they have a fire and where they had the live music mm-hmm. and stuff. Or you could go across the, the road into the other field where all the campers and stuff were and you could just kind of everybody was mingle with everybody. There. The Hoyt boys were there. Uh, yeah, there was Easton was Easton, there. Easton, Vortex guys. There was everybody. Um. Yeah, man, it was really, really well done and really cool. And I'm every you know year I'm going really to cool? that for sure. Mm. You know what else is really cool? I want a prize, bitch. You did win a prize, man, and they mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. sweet ones too. Mm-hmm. So Gary had Gary's super lucky when we go to events. He wins shit all the time. Um, you that was pretty lucky. Yeah, that was for Yo, sure. Take it as a win for sure. Oh so, yeah, tell him what you won, brother. Uh, so they're called Hawk with an E, uh, Frontier HDX. So they're a 10 by 42 set of binos from Britain. Mm. It's a British company. Um, I would put them, uh, I would say they're like the third level of Vortex. They're real good. Yeah. Maybe like bordering on the fourth level because I know Vortex has like six different fucking tiers. Yeah, I think <laughs> from the, I think they're just as good as the five hundred dollar set of Vortexes. Yeah, like I think well, these ones retail for six ninety nine Canadian. Yeah, so I think they're in the realm of the five hundred dollar yeah. uh, Vortexes because for some reason Vortex manages to keep their stuff pretty reasonably priced. Not bad, yeah, until you get into like the Well, until you get into the, mute, the mutant stuff. But then even <laughs> then when you compare it to Swarovski, it's wow. you can't even you know what I mean. No. But Different like conversation. Yeah, well for sure, yeah. But I would put Vortex above Bushnell. Yes. And I, I would put Vortex and Loophole basically in the same yeah. same category, right? So yeah. and Loophole And it seems like Hawk is the European yeah. equivalent. I think Hawk is probably in that conversation as well you just don't hear about them over here because we're canadian we buy everything the americans buy pretty much yeah that's it right that's but either way they are super clear and clean oh they're so super good. bright i can't wait to go to another shoot with them bro they collect a pile of light yeah yeah they're gonna be good they're real good it's gonna make a huge difference yeah you're gonna be able to see uh 12 rings way better yeah well, that was a big struggle I was having was, is it at 12 o'clock or sorry, is it at five o'clock or is it at four o'clock? Yeah, bro. The difference between the Bushnells you were running and those are seven, are, five and seven. Are, yeah. Is staggering. Oh, four. Yeah, it's staggering. You're just going to look down those and go, oh, there's everything. 
Well, it really makes me question when you go to some of the lower end ones and they say like 10 by 42, because you look at the Hawk ones, yeah. that 10 by 42 is, it's not like vastly closer, but it is more magnified than my Bushnell 10 by 42. Oh, it's my 10 by 42 Vortexes didn't have the field of view that yours had, like, or uh, like it's they, weird. yours were more, seemed more zoomed yeah. than, than mine did. And they're the same magnification. Which is weird. weird, but you're—I don't know enough about binoculars. But your objective lens looks bigger than mine. Could be, but it shouldn't be because they're ten by forty-two. If they're ten by forty-two, well, that's the size of your glass, man. Yes, that's the thing. I don't know how all that works, right? Like, yeah, I'd have to look into it too. I actually, I kind of know, but kind of don't know enough. There's to like say. a whole science behind binoculars. There is, yeah, yeah, but like. You know, a 10 by 42 bino should roughly be the same size, shouldn't it, I think? Uh, maybe not, though. Maybe it's... maybe it's. Well, because you can think of, like, the little stubby ones you can buy. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, I guess it's the magnification, not the glass. Yeah. Well, the glass is what magnifies, but it's weird. Yeah. If you... Rifle in the comments, scope, anybody rifle scopes work on... Should be the same way. The same way, and isn't... A rifle scope done by its objective lens versus its secondary lens. Again, I don't know enough about magnification to really oh, say. Oh no, wait, because you can get a a fifty millimeter ten by forty two rifle scope. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And your yeah, fifty right. millimeter is your objective lens measurement. Yeah, and I had a sixty on my big one. Right, and your your magnification is a different measurement. <clears throat> so, folks, we figured it out. <laughs> well, kind of. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe if you know better, yeah. please tell Somebody us in the break comments. It down like. Real scientifically for us, for how optics work. With Don't just tell us to go on YouTube. <laughs> no, because we're going to do that right after this anyway. <laughs> probably not. Probably um, we just want the engagement. Damn it. By geez. the way, I've got a new bow build video. It uh, didn't turn out quite as well as I yes. wanted to, but you know, head over there and uh, and watch it. And Check it out. If you've got any problems with uh, your PSE Levitate having giant cam lean, uh, give me a call. <laughs> I can fix it for you, or explain. We can it help <laughs> because, boy, did I have some cam lean. Like, it happens. Barrels of it too. It, it does happen, yeah. But I had to shim the shit out of that boat. Yeah. But it's shooting a bullet hole now, and like money, it's good. So that's what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Sometimes you got shim shit. And by the way, that new uh, two twenty shim system from PSE, mm -hmm. Bowtech. I get it. You're real good, but man, it's hard to argue with that. Well, it's, with the Bowtech, it's just turning screws. I know. I understand, <laughs> but man, that's real. It's so easy. Oh, yeah, because they just it. pluck out and you pluck that's the new it. one you in. You literally right? just yeah. put this little hook tool. It's a post that goes into the shim and you yeah. pluck it out, pluck it out, and then you press the bow just enough to take some pressure off. And you just slide your cam wherever you want and pop those suckers back in in whatever configura configuration equals 220, and you're good. It's impossible to fuck it up. Can't it's be all right, then. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, anyway, back to the tournament. Uh, Chris Perkins was there. Yes. Uh, Mr. ASA shooter himself. Uh, one of the boys, uh, Matt. Matt at Evolve was telling me he's the only Canadian shooter that makes money with his bow. It's all right. And boy, was he a fantastic shooter. 
<laughs> Wasn't he at like a four four thirty? Four thirty. He ended the course with yeah, yeah, in in unknown. Yeah, yeah. but he that didn't, I don't get, me, man. He didn't shoot K fifty like known fifty or bow hunter, no. where everybody has a rangefinder and you range it and you dial your fucking sight and you're good to go and your money. This dude shot a four thirty in unknown, which means well, that's what all the Big boys does. I know, but it's just Levi Morgan and all them. They're not using range finders. Yeah, but they're also not walking through the forest where there's shadows. They do it in a field <laughs> where you can see. You know what I mean? Like you don't ever see them walking through the forest, fucking trying to not judge usually. distances, right? That's something in itself. But this dude was just walking around in the woods, man. Like he was like, "Oh, it looks like thirty-seven point four yards." Like I'll just roll this sucker. <laughs> just give me a sec here. I'll put that in the fourteen anyway, boys. Carry on as if you were normal. As I was saying, when you go to the restaurant, (laughs) you know, uh, but yeah, he's an amazing shooter. Nice guy too. Um, He chatted with everybody and all that stuff. So um, yeah, it was um, interesting to watch him shoot. He's quite good. Uh, And then the lads we shot with on day one were top notch. Yeah, yeah, good dudes. We lucked out both days. Boy, we get lucky. I mean, we got all split. The time when it comes we got split it. up the second time, second, second day, because that's the ASA rule, whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like we we've done well. We've come into good groups. Yeah. Uh, we've never really gotten in with someone where we were just like, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. It's always been good. Like we've never been like, oh, this is gonna be yeah. terrible. <laughs> um, and the boys were good shooters too, man. Yeah, yeah everybody was. Yeah, they yeah. Game, and I mean, it was kind of funny too because I I didn't think about it till I got into it. But like on day two, your your group is the four other people that are closest to your score. Yes. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, Jesus, we're all like groups are tight. Yeah, like we're all hitting the same kind of numbers right they're not all hitting like 12s but we're all pretty much handy too right together Mm. and then like i got to like target number six of the day or whatever and i was like oh yeah everybody here came in with like three points of each other yeah everybody here's on the same level no wonder (laughs) they're all playing the same like level game here like it's uh but it was kind of nice for that too because it was it, it set everybody at ease a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you weren't trying to chase somebody, but you also weren't like having to carry somebody. Right. There wasn't Not that like there was a, anything wrong with learning, but no, no, there know. wasn't like an outlier there who you were trying to chase down all the time, and there yeah. wasn't the guy there that like you know isn't that great of a shooter yet, but so you kind of feel bad when he. Misses or loses a or yeah, you know what I mean because it sucks. <laughs> but uh, I think everybody there was a pretty good shooter, man. Not bad. Like everybody didn't seem like anybody was bad. No, and everybody looked like they had pretty good equipment. So yeah, everybody kind of knew. You know. Yeah, there was some pretty high class gear there. Yeah, some lot of Matthews, bro. Everybody shoot TRX everywhere, man. Whoa, there was a lot everywhere. of Matthews. Yeah. But, like, also some older ones. Like, there was three or four Vertex around. Yep. Um, what else did I see? 
Oh, there was a lot of older Hoyts. A couple Hoyts B3s. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a, a bunch lot. of Hoyts around. Well, I mean, it was a Hoyt event. It was a Hoyt event. Um, it was a scatter PSE, but not very many. No, there wasn't a big lot there. And I actually had heard people mention that while we were doing the course on day two, that there wasn't many PSEs mm. kicking around. There's one fellow there with NTN. I yeah, shot he was in my group day two. Oh, there was another guy then because I had a guy in my group on day two that had oh, NTN as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which was uh, pretty cool. I love that Bolian. It's nice, yeah. Like, His yeah, was so all black. Oh, your, your guys? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the guy that was shooting with me, it was all, it was black with the Alpine limbs, mm. which was – and he had a good setup there. He's a good shooter too, man. Everybody there was a good shooter. <laughs> One of the guys I was shooting with was uh, – he had a TV show back in the day, and then he's got another one <laughs> called uh, This in the Life or something like that, or This is the Life or whatever. Um, but yeah, apparently so. he had a show on Wild TV back in the day, which is, or, yeah, Wild TV, um, mm. which is pretty cool, man. He gave me some good pointers and stuff like that, that uh, me and you'll have to put into action and discuss. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and they were uh, all all avid hunters too. Like the, the yeah, the that was the other thing that was had like remember that he was showing us. Oh, I know old, that oh, he had a room man. full of dead animals, man. I was yeah, like, bro, you like, might be from might. the world, not just yeah. I was like North America, bro. You might you should probably go talk to somebody, man. You kill a lot of animals. That's really <laughs> legit. Just, if if those if those legitly are all animals that he's harvested. Oh, he is savage. by far the most diverse hunter I've met. In person, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because he yeah. had, like, things there from Africa, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, like, uh, South America and all that shit. Yeah. Like, I think he, he had, had some, some New Zealand stuff, stuff. There too, man. I was like, God damn. Man. I would love to go hunt down New Zealand, Tasmania, bro. something like that. He was, uh, he, had a, he was showing me a caribou he shot in Newfoundland. He was like, bro. He's like. What's the caribou situation like back home, back in Newfoundland? And I was like, dude, how much you pay for that hunt that you shot that caribou on? And he was like, I think it was like three grand. I was like, that's probably 15 or 20 now because yeah. of the ban on, on hunt on so many uh, herds of caribou. Mm. You can't hunt them, right? So the price of that has gone. Oh, Same with yeah. the moose hunts. Like six grand is the <clears throat> cheapest you're going to get one for. I know. And that's that's so not crazy. even. That's not very. No, that's not a high level one. That's just no. like a four day hunt. Yeah. So kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, he was a real accomplished hunter. And he won. He ended up winning that whole the hunter money. Uh, right. That's right. Yeah, he, did he did too. Yeah. yeah. Um, hunter money had 40 people in it, eh? I know. That's a big class, man. That's crazy, dude. That's a big class. I feel so bad that I choked. I'm pretty hard. Only a little. Not a little, bro. I guess. You still came in 12th. Yeah, but I threw it away, dude. On one target, man. I basically bombed it. So we shoot day one. And we both shoot pretty well on the course. We had a hard time on the dirty dozen. Oh, but, my God. But it did came, we ever. But it came around on the course. We did quite well. We reined it in. Um, And going into day two, we were both in pretty good position because depending on what happened that day, you jumped up a lot of places and you could have jumped up even more. Um, I jumped up five places. Yeah. So 
That's pretty big because you were, where were you when we started that I was day? I was 15th on start of day two. Yeah. So you, you could have, you were jumped up in ten, five places, right? So that's 10. Yeah. yeah you would have been 10th, man, which is yeah. pretty bonkers given the company that was there. And so, I was happy with it. Yeah, I bet you were, man. <laughs> so on day two, I was going in in the top five. I was fourth. Yeah. And um, yeah. things started off day two. They started off pretty good. Uh, I had pretty much all. I had one twelve and and three tens on the first four targets. And then target five came around. And for some reason, I don't know what I was doing. I don't know if I was talking or whatever or. But I ranged the javelina at 37 yards. Rolled my sight to 33. And shot just under it. As it would. Took a zero. Which, when you're in that kind of company up there with those guys, because they had shot 10s and 12s all up to that time. The whole time. So we were, just like you said with your group, like everybody was on point. there. Um, so once that happened, it got in my head a little bit. I was like, all right, well, you're done now. There's no way you're going to catch up. And then I tried to give myself a pep talk because you weren't around. <laughs> I was like, listen, man, just shoot for a couple 12s. If you can get two 12s in a row, you'll get your mojo back a little bit and you'll have shrunk that lead a little tiny bit. You'll have yeah. made up some points and then we can go from there. So that's what I tried to do. And I shot a five on the next target and then a five <laughs> on the next one. And I went, okay, I guess we're going back to tens because fuck. But I figured last ditch effort, I would just, you know, try to bang out a few twelves, try to close the gap up. And if I could, then that would put me at ease and I could shoot some tens again. Right. Hmm. But uh, anyway, that didn't happen. And I bended up all the way down in like 15th, I think. After no nope, 12th. Oh, was I 12th? Yeah, you were two behind me. Oh, two behind you. Okay, so you finished in 10th, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. I mean, all in all, not too, too bad out of 40 people. But no. uh, had I uh, got that one target, it would have made a big difference uh, for sure. So, I'll know better we're for still next still in the time. top 25%. Yeah, just double check your sight and double yeah, check always. your range. Yeah. And I, and I found <clears throat> for the first time, I really, start, had, I really had to start – going back and forth between the angle compensation readout and the non-angle compensation readout. Right. And judging where I needed to be closer to, which ones I could be further from. I really liked that course, man. That course really made me think. It was really good. Uh, yeah. You got to get a, a range finder like mine, but our mind just gives you one number. Oh, I can do it that way. Oh, can you? you I can, just like I can set it that way. I just like to do both. Just because, man, where I have no third, at, no second either, really, axis yeah. <laughs> adjustment, sure I'm always kind of trying to find this middle point. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because I if I go, I found if I go directly to the angle compensated number, mm. I'm always left. Right. Okay. I don't know why that works that way. I don't know if it's just me making it happen because I think it happens. Maybe, yeah. But. Either way, it does. So, (laughs) but I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, and I'll say it now and I'll stick to it. I'm from now on, every site I buy is a CVE. I'm getting that new target one when I get my target bow. That's pretty sweet. I'm getting that 
Check Pro for or whatever the fuck it's called. They're good sites, man, and good man. prices. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's CBI, they all- CBE guys were there at that shoot, eh? Yeah. yeah. Super cool. But now that they got like full all access adjustment. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm in for that. Yeah. I'm going with that drop away, too. That's a pretty, the one that's braked. Yeah, that's so cool, I man. I like that, the idea of that, actually. No slap, no more. That's pretty huge. And actually, quiet. when it quiet. Well, when it comes to hunting, I was just about to say, like, yeah, quiet. No, just, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no more to no more to it than that. Um, no, it's perfection. But uh, you're right. It was a real good course. We had a real good time. Uh, our only regrets from the course is we didn't realize how cool it was going to be. And that camp in there would have been a great idea. Yes. Next year. Yes. We will have a site made up. Yeah. Because. For that weekend. I think it would have been real cool to mingle with everybody that night. Have a barbecue. Talk shit. Let people come over in and out. Like, oh, yeah. Get film to know some people. Yeah. Do an episode if we could. Like all that mm-hmm. stuff. Just the experience of being there with everybody. Going to see yep. the live music would have been real cool. Um, we need to set up like a mesh tent Well, and do a show in it. Yeah, we got to get one of those um, like screen tents, Yeah, sit down and do uh, do a podcast in there with a trailer and get a barbecue going and just. Oh, we just need to be in the trailer. Just have a big screen. Yeah, you can do that. Across too. the back door. Yep. Could do that too. Easy. That way we can control the lighting. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That way we can film mm. it. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's the plan for next year. So if anybody is interested in doing some 3D shoots, man, we recommend you go to that one next year. Just listen to the podcast. We'll we'll update you on when it's coming up. And come up and yeah. shoot with us, man. That'd yeah. be super cool. You know what I mean? Love that. Just we can walk over the field. We can do a, shoot a few rounds, come back over, have a barbecue, all that stuff. Like everybody come up. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be real cool. We're gonna get uh, hopefully Dave and all the boys will come up next year and all that stuff. And we'll, well, yeah, I'd like to try and get next year and like make it a full on event for us all. Yeah, like get Matt <clears> up. <throat> like Matt's gonna weekend. go, obviously. Like, oh yeah, and all that stuff. He's a good shooter too, man. He is pretty slick with that TRX for unknown man. man yeah, not bad. Yeah, good archer, dude. It's uh. He'd be dangerous with a rangefinder. Really making me want that TRX. Yeah, he had a pretty sick setup, didn't he? Really making me want it. He had that. He had that sweet ultra view on it too, eh? I know the little guy. Yeah. I love it. The, the ultra view, the V three target. <laughs> yeah, or UV three target. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, he had a he had a banging setup for sure. And he's he's very proficient with it too. He's real good, yeah. Yeah. He knows yeah. he knows his equipment too, man. Yeah. Like he's on it. Yeah. So when are you gonna sell me that knock to it? But I gotta tell you what, my group's got tighter <laughs> today running that thing. So probably never. <laughs> if it keeps going that way, and I might even be able to squeeze extra half inch out of my draw length with that sucker. Well, you should be able to. Yeah. So I might that might become the go-to here because it's man i was hitting a little left today though 
But yeah. again, that's because you haven't changed your draw length. Yeah, but listen, hang on. So for two days straight, the last two. So I've been getting up every morning, going to shooting, and then shooting in the evening when it cools down. I've been pretty much dead nuts for two days mm. on the money. And then today, even this morning, I was like, bap, 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 looking good. I go up there th- this afternoon. I'm like, I'm, I, I painted a, uh, the edge of the circle. All the way down. Like one, mm-hmm. two, three. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? How can I be? And then like, and consistently like clockwork. Just left, left, What'd left. What did you do at work left. today? I don't know. Just some emails. ordered some gear. Picked up a few things. Do a lot of driving? Mm, no more than usual. Mm. That's what I mean. It don't just, make no sense. I'm just trying to think what would have made your shoulder cr- tighten up. I don't know. But I know I have, so I was filming myself and I have, uh, I've noticed a habit I have when I shoot poorly is when I'm pulling, I'm far too concentrated on squeezing my back. And I'm, when I'm releasing, my back arm is going behind me, Mm. which is torquing that bow like this. So I have to kind of focus on like pulling that elbow straight back. Like, yeah, and not having it come behind me, just fall away sort of thing. Yeah. So that's, well, I think- that's why a lot of people, once they do, uh, and you'll see a lot of professionals do this, especially in the target world, mm. um, they'll actually take their fingertips after release and touch their shoulder. That's right. where they, that's how they're yeah. guaranteeing that they're getting that same line every time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to, I got to work on that a little bit. Um, Everything else felt good. Like all my brakes felt very clean and stuff like that, but I could tell that I was pulling something weird. Uh, So I think that's where it's coming from. So we'll try again tomorrow morning and I'll try to, I think I was getting on top of the string too much too. I think I need to kind of back away a little bit. Another good way you can set up your cam, excuse me, set up your camera is like think of putting your camera directly underneath the riser of your bow on the ground yeah looking right up at the sky Mm. so that way once you draw right like so say that's the view of your bow right that'll be your limbs cameras looking at them Mm -hmm. so that way as soon as you release it's going to either go you know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be really easy for you to see what you're doing with the bow in your bow hand. Yeah. So once the pressure comes off. Yeah. I've got pretty good footage of that from like directly behind me. So I see mm-hmm. like right down the line. And I've also got some just off to the side. So the air was long gone before my front hand ever moves. Like I've slowed it down in, uh, in Da Vinci just to watch the arrow, like, leave the bow. Yeah, but you need to be looking at the bow. Your hand is way too far back. You need to be looking at... No, that's what I'm the saying. The last so point of contact. Before the bow, before, like, the bow never moves until the arrow is off. Then it breaks away. Because everything, like, your point of contact is your hand, right? So once that mm-hmm. moves, the bow is going to move. As long as that hand doesn't move, the bow should never, except for its push forward. So if it's if you're not gripping the front of that bow, 
that bow should just go forward and that's it as the string hits. It should. Yeah. So, right. But this way you might get minutia, which would let you say, oh, well, I need to add an ounce on my back bar or take an ounce off because by having it directly underneath, you're going to see angular changes in the limbs that you would never see from a profile. Mm right? Because you're looking at the skinny edge mm. as opposed to that way. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'll definitely try it. I'll take angles from anywhere just to get better. No doubt. Might be some cool footage too. If you could do it like a 45 and just looking up, right at, up you. at you. That'd be pretty sweet. That might be neat. Yeah. You're getting hard on the Instagram too. Uh, today. Starting. 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 Yeah, man, you gotta do it. Gonna get friendly with the gram. Yeah, get friendly with gram, bro. You gotta do stuff for the gram, you know. <laughs> it is what it is, dude. Right? Yeah. Um, I can't wait to get the uh, the tournament footage up on YouTube for everybody. I know. Uh, I'm I working know. around it a lot, but it's fuck, man. It's a lot to go through, and like it is. Bro. There's a lot of like ten minute clips that like have like. 40 seconds of usable footage here and there. Yeah. And then the rest can just be cut out. So yeah. I don't want to make it too long either, right? Up like 15 minutes is probably where you want to be. Seems to be. Yeah, that's pretty healthy. 15 to 20 is like uh, the most. I'm weirder. Than, I'm, I'm stranger than everybody else. Like I like the, I look for the tack event ones that are like 40 minutes. Yeah. Cause I want to see people talking about stuff. Yeah. I like the conversation. I like them are. walking, having a yarn and all that stuff. Yeah, I like so don't cut it all out then. Yeah. Um, so I might actually make <laughs> a long and short version. Yeah, that's fine. I might do both. Have like the action, the action. Yeah, version, the one that, you and know, then the full length. Yep. Director's cut, and then uh, then I'll put it the bonus one of the. Uh, you need to send me some stills as you're going through. Yeah, I will. I've got some still. I've got. So I went through all of them and I marked down like timestamps of where the best stuff <laughs> is. So now I, when I go throw it all in. I can just shorten it Because there was that one fairly little epic span of me Oh, the first day, first target of the tournament. (laughs) Yeah, it was very photogenic of you, brother. You look real, real good. uh, Yeah, it was kind of weird, actually. I was was like, this is kind of strange. Bewildered, deep in thought, fucking jungle explorer. that's, That's the vibe you get from looking when you see it. You're like, huh. I was thinking more like... A guy in the army who just got some retarded orders and is trying to figure out how he's supposed to explain this to the boys. <laughs> you still use the R word? Are we okay to use that? No, nah, I'm just joking. I'm kidding. I've got a patch that says you never go full retard. That's right. From uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, when, buddy. When Robert Denny Jr. <laughs> when he played Black. You Beach, never man, go that full was, retard. You never go full retard. You couldn't do that movie anymore, man. No. Which is kind of no. sad because they did such a good job with it. Yeah, and literally no one was offended because it went at everybody. Yeah. It was it also, the movie was negativity also on what, how wrong that is. Yeah. Yeah, it was a whole <laughs> yeah, I mean, like It's literally like, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> but no. It was, but yeah, that's classic. If you got anybody listening hasn't seen Tropic Thunder, bro, go get you it. You got to watch it. Simple Jack got the worst, uh, apparently, like people liked it the least. Like they got all meat or uh, woke about it back when the movie first came out. Whatever. Man, what are you going to do? Not everybody's going to like your shit. No. 
That's okay. It's not a big deal. That's what makes us individuals. Yes, that's very true. So I had to ball at my dog. That happens. Yeah. Just keep scratching her paws. Keep scratching her ears. Hmm. Jeez Louise, dog. Yeah. So it happens when they start getting older. Because she's like, what, eight or nine or something? Five. Oh, okay. Well, she's a rescue, so nobody knows how old she actually is. But For sure, yeah. I think she's five. I think she's around there. She's real pretty, like, happy-go-lucky type. Pretty spry. Pretty spry, yeah. She gets up on the bed by herself, and she's like a mini golden retriever. <laughs> she looks like. You know. Pretty much. Um, it's not far off. So there was a tournament in Waterloo this weekend, too, this past weekend. Did you go? I did. Uh, there was one car there and one person. Because it was supposed to really, break. and I went. Well, I'm not shooting against one fella. Why not? You probably would have won. Um, because it started to pour <laughs> rain. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I knew this it was at Waterloo County. Yeah, yeah. So one of the boys messaged really? me. He's like, "Hey, you going?" I was like, "Man, it's supposed to be 30 mils of rain tomorrow with like thunderstorms. That's pretty heavy. 30 mils of rain. Like, as I would go if it was like two mils, because whatever, you're in the woods, even know. five to ten. Yeah, but. 30, bro? That means it's going to fucking rain, dude. Yeah, all day. And hard. So I was like, "Eh." all day. (laughs) Plus thunderstorms. I was like, man, you know, I'm not really, I'm not into it. But uh, I did go just in case, like to see the morning out. Mm. I knew nobody was going to show up, right? Yeah. With that kind of forecast, man, it's it's terrible. Plus it was sticky and and gross and fuck that. The bugs would have been brutal. Oh, <laughs> like, they, they get pretty fucking. They get pretty in there, eating you a lot, man. That's one thing that was not bad at that ASA tournament. You no? got, well, they sprayed a course. Did they? Yeah, a course was sprayed. That's why it was so damn good. It was amazing, man. It was not bad. No, even B course wasn't very bad. No, and the dirty dozen, like even not until you got down as to woodsy the as that one was, yeah. yeah. And even then, when we were down there, we were like, it's not that bad, actually. Like, no. I was expecting way worse than this. Waterloo County is way worse. Oh, bro, those first, the first number one target, bro. when you walk in, you're just like, what <laughs> the fuck is this cloud of shit that I'm in right now? <laughs> you're in the breeding ground. Yeah. This is like, where they come from. You're like, I can't, you like, you can barely shoot that first target. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. And like, we can tough mosquitoes out pretty good. If they don't really. But if it. At a point, it becomes not a physical problem. No. It's the mental anguish. Yeah. Because they're in your ears and your nose and your mouth and your eyes and they're biting you. And somehow this little itty bitty thing that is so small, you call it a no because you can't barely see the damn things. Somehow that can manage to bite through the three layers of clothing that you're wearing mm. and take half a pint of blood. Dude, it's there's so many there, and it gets so bad. Like you're not supposed to be able to feel mosquitoes bite you. They're, they're supposed Who said to. That? Well, they're supposed their their saliva is supposed to be like a numbing agent where you don't feel them. And a lot you don't. Some you do, for sure, depending on Must where be it all is. The weed. But they're so bad in there that like I can feel my two back shoulder blades where my my bino harness isn't. Mm-hmm. You can almost feel like needles sinking into you. 
And like at yeah. multiple times, you're like, this I'm there's 85 mosquitoes back there just fucking having a time right now. <laughs> yeah. Just Jesus. loving it. <laughs> and you're like, like you almost want to do an Arnold Schwarzenegger and roll in the mud before you go. Oh god damn, it's so bad, man. <laughs> and you know, even being from back home, man, like there's mosquitoes like fucking savage there. Yeah. And they're not as bad as that one small spot at the beginning <laughs> that's of that That's where they court. come from. That's where it makes them. That's where Ontario them. makes them. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. Labrador is where we <laughs> make ours back home. Yes, Ships 100%. Are, eh, that's the only place I've ever seen it worse. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I was watching this one, Naked and Afraid. Oh, that's terrible, dude. Whoa. <laughs> they sent him to Africa. Oh, like, bro, so many ticks. Oh, that's not like good. thousands. Like they showed a bush and the whole bush was moving. It was all ticks. What the fuck, man? Have a, <sighs> what do you do when you're on, on go the- anywhere else? <laughs> Go anywhere else. Just anywhere else other than the tick bush. Well, the problem is you're fucking naked. Yeah, there's not much you can do, is it? But at least you'll see them on you. Don't don't get me wrong. Easy to find them. Yeah. Also, real easy for them to get in there. Like, I mean, in there. In your hole, man. You got to check your hole. Before you can even realize. That's the place you got to check. You got to check it all. You got to check it all. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, that wouldn't be good, dude. If I have, if you found a tick on your hole, you'd be pretty yeah. pain. Like, you know what? I'm not afraid of bugs much. And like, if I had a tick, like I've had ticks on my arm and stuff when we were hunting. Yeah, yeah. And like, I just pick them off. Like, I don't panic yeah, or yeah. anything. You, you scatter one that like gets on your shoulder, kind of gives you, a, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> but if one was attached to your hole, and I, I know folks at home, this is real gross, but just think about it. I'd be it. getting my asshole bleached. I, I'd be panicking. I'd be getting bleached. I, I I think it would be. I'd the, have the whitest asshole in this country. It'd be the one thing. It'd be falling apart. It'd be dusty. It'd, it'd be, be the one thing so bad. Where I'd be like, I'd be like panicking. Like you, somebody got to get me to a doctor now, right like, now, now. This is yeah. a fucking emergency. We gotta yeah. go. Like I can't put no pressure on it because it'll go further. Fucking, you got to take me. Yeah, like we gotta go because you know fucking well nobody's picking that off for you. No. I don't care how much they like shit. Yeah, like, man, if you had to take on your own, it'd be a hard time for me to help you. I'd be like, I, don't I know, know, me too. I'd be like, bro, are you sure <laughs> like, that you can't get it? Are you sure? Can you try again? There's no like one more back. time. Just give I'm it a go. Look, there's no coming try back out. from looking at your buddy's eyeball, <laughs> man. This just ain't. You'll never look at each other the same again. It's not the same, Fuck, don't. bro. I'd rather see you cry. Oh, I'd much rather. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't give a fuck about it. Well, yeah, you can ball on yeah, my shoulder somebody, all day. It depends on the type of crying, man. Now, you, you can cry in front of me as a dude, and I'll go, yeah, man, I get it, bro. I understand. But don't sob. But, <laughs> but if you're like ugly crying, dude. Don't be balling. I'm going to be like, hey, man, you got to get your shit together. Yeah, you got to grab a hold of that. I cannot be fucking sitting here watching you do this. You can cry, but yeah, you can't be psychic. Can't be sobbing like like, <laughs> chin, like your chin can't be wagging on the bottom. Fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> Quivering. Get out of here. 
We should probably get back to oh, archery, though. We've gone off on a tangent. When you yeah, it happens, that fucking bow of yours that you got there. What's going on there? Oh, this guy. Yeah, man. Well, in all honesty, that was the driving force behind buying that big ass block target. That's a, oh yeah, that's a good point, man. But you, everybody needs a block target. Yeah, and as big as you can afford. Mm. In all honesty, the, get the warthogs as, big as you can afford. Yeah, the warthogs are good. That they come one, blank. You spray a couple dots on them. Yeah, um, that's all we did. They're and huge. They're super durable. Yeah, they take a beating. Um, they're just the layered rubber that kind of self heals, but doesn't really like. I'm starting to blow through one of the circles now. Yeah, only on one half, like one side. Yeah, like your your arrow will go through, but once you get it'll bury it to the fletches. Out, you can just flip it around and it'll. Yeah, and it, it only buries to the fletches, like it doesn't blow through, and yeah. It's only at 30 yards. Yeah. If you go back any farther than that, the arrow loses enough energy where it doesn't like. Oh, for sure. Bury. Um, so now I just and shoot even the if dead you center get, dot at 60. And even if you get all nine of your holes blown out, which sounds really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> By ticks. Blown right out. <laughs> um, yeah, you can just paint new ones on. Just Yeah, just move over them. to them. Oh, oh Yeah. Like six inches yeah. or four inches to the left or right. Exactly. And you're good to go again. Yeah. And then you can turn the fucking thing around. And do it all yeah. over again. And if you want, you can get some spray foam and fill some of the spots. You could, and yeah. And you'll be good again. So, And if you are a parent of little kids or kids that just stop being little and you have a whole huge whack of them flo- foam floor mats you that, that you could puzzle piece together, mm-hmm. if you stack a bunch of them up, and you put a ratchet strap on there and you cinch that sucker down, like, I mean, tight. Mm-hmm. That's our shoe target right there. Boom. Perfect. Spray a little dot on there. essentially the exact same thing as what these big block targets are. Yep. Whole bunch of layers of foam compressed down with straps. Spray a little dot on there. Way Boom. to go. Way to go. Then the kids will come home. Where's the floor? Fuck the floor. Here's a bow and arrow. I've been like, shooting okay. it all day. Give <laughs> my bone arrow, man. They'll be they'll be happy as pigs and shit. Yeah, of course. They're, they're, put some reps in. Get them yeah. savage. Get them. Get them so that they're winning tournaments when they're like fifteen years old. Yeah. Dudley said, "Now there's guys learning what he learned in a decade in a year." Yeah. And the equipment is because so, they're learning so much but, better. Well, yeah, but they're also learning it as children. Well, it's, everybody knows yeah. that a child can learn. Well, no, he's saying way easier than adults. We can. He's saying there's guys that are going from like just shooting a bow <laughs> to like what he learned in a decade, learning it in a year because of YouTube and like people watching him and watching yeah. uh, MFJJ. Like, well, it's it, actually readily available. Yeah. Well, if you think now. about it, back in the day, like if we picked up archery when we were young kids, or even if we were like our dads back in their day, if you wanted to shoot a bow, man, like. There's kind of only one or two fellas in town that kind of knew how to shoot a bow, but don't really yeah. kind of know how to shoot a bow. And then you yeah. got to go read books, and then that's only pictures. Now you can get YouTube. You can watch YouTube, man, and you can watch that video 50 times, and you can oh, yeah. make yourself mimic what they do because you're mm-hmm. seeing it. You can even watch their slow motion videos now where you're like, Yeah, oh, exactly. Shit. And then you can take your phone and record yourself shooting and go, Oh, here's where I'm fucking up. Here's where I'm fucking up. So you take that learning gap and just shorten it yeah. to like nothing. Yeah. That's why guys get so good so fast. And people get like, they learn quick, man. 
Oh yeah, like, if they want. Just picked That's it up. Thing. If in a you hurry. want to, yeah. If you want to, you'll get good. Yeah. There's no doubt. And you only need 25 to 30 arrows a day to do it. Yeah, 18 minutes a day, man. Yeah, and you'll be better than 90 percent of other people. Yep. So that's a staggering thing when I think about it. Yeah, but you know what? I think there's one thing I've realized is I think I had too much faith in people. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Well, in regards to what? There's like a lot of people that can't do one pull up, like one yeah. strict, not chin up, like one strict pull up their chin to the bar and put themselves back yep. down. I didn't think that number was that big. I thought there was very few people. I thought that was reserved for very few people. No, it turns out there's not a lot of people that can do one, let alone bang out 10. Yeah. So if you can bang out 10 to 20 pull-ups, consider yourself in decent company. Yeah. Because (laughs) there's a lot more people that can't do one. And a lot of those people... They're not obese. No. They're not anything of any inkling that would make you go, oh, well, that's probably why they can't do it. Yeah. They're just average looking people. Just skinny just fellas. No strength. Just got no power, man. At Every all. Every fella listening, just go bang off 25 push ups. If you can't do 25, do 10. Go till you can't do any more. Yeah. But don't be Eventually one of them fellas. You will man. get to 25. Because being a weak dude is shit. It's not going to help you. It sucks balls. Strong mind. If your body's strong, strong body. it'll sort out other shit, man. Yeah. If you feel strong, you're like, mm, I'm okay. <clears throat> I'm pretty good here. But when you feel like a bitch, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> fuck, yeah. fuck. You know what well, I mean? Like, but, but remember this, though. When you feel like a bitch in the body, where does your brain go? Oh, right to being a bitch. Same fucking place. Right away, dude. You got so, yeah. as always. When you, mind over matter, yeah. you control the attitude. Yeah, you control all of it. And if you take care of your body, man, and make your body nice and strong, like I don't, you don't got to be a fucking mutant. We're not saying that. No, just you got to be a like, weightlifter, strong. You know, so you can pull yourself up if you have to. You can do a dozen push-ups. You can do all that stuff, man. Your confidence will go up. Yeah, you just you'll be like, all right, I'm strong, and then your mind has to worry about one less thing. It's like, all right, this dickhead can, he can kind of figure it out, you know, if he had to, if he got into a sticky situation, he could, you know, and then that just takes one thing off your head, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnold said, um, in one of his podcasts, he said, uh, even if you don't like going, or don't feel like going to the gym that day, just go and just throw up. Some light weights. Don't do anything heavy like you normally do. Just throw up some light weights and do whatever workout you were going to do. Just get the blood moving. He said, give it five minutes. Before you know it, you'll be just cranking out a workout. Yeah. You, you'll fall. Like you'll fall, like you can fall into those shitty ruts where you don't want to do anything. If you just put yourself in the situation to fall yeah. into <clears throat> the other rut, you probably will. Yeah, you right. just got to be there. And and it's held true for me the last two weeks, man. Like every time I've not wanted to go, I'm like, okay, we'll just go and just use light weights, man, and just work on your form and just call it a day where you're 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 working on form, you're getting things to stay nice and tight and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, ah, fuck it, we might as well throw a 45er on, you know what I mean? I'm already here. Yeah, I'm already here. I might as well, I might as well work this shit out 
And then well, all of a sudden, I'm and once you get that five, once you get that five ten minutes in, another thing happens too is you start making endorphins. Yeah. So now you're happy. Yep. This is a big problem with depression. Hmm. People don't exert enough physical energy. Yeah. If you don't get rid of the energy that your body is storing from all the grub that you're stuffing in your gullet, it makes you think. It makes you just, uh, <laughs> it keeps you stuck in your brain. Yep. You got to burn it. All that energy goes to thinking about what you're not doing. Yeah. And then Instead like, of doing stuff. Fuck, man. You know? Just do it. That like video Maggie you says. sent on YouTube was, or on, on Instagram was because like, I, I don't feel like doing things, but then I feel good when I do things, but when I don't do things, I feel terrible. And it's like that, that cycle. So because I feel bad, I don't do things. Yeah. And then when I go. <laughs> and then when I'm doing things, I'm happy. And it's like, well, just keep doing things, dude. It's when, when you yeah. put things in like perspective <laughs> and stuff like that, like with me, I really like eat. I like, I love food, dude. Like I can eat oh, like it's a bastard, so you know? good. And you go, man, if you want to lose weight, all you got to do is not eat that extra food. And yeah, when you really just eat regular food, when, when you think about what that is, it's it's all you have to do to lose that weight is nothing. Just don't. In a put, lot of the cases, just yeah. don't put the food in your mouth. Yeah, and you're good, bro. Just stick to your yeah. calories. I'm not. Don't starve yourself. That's a fucking terrible idea. Work out and eat your like two thousand twenty five hundred calories with like whatever you need to grow muscle. Do it. Yeah, but just leave it at that. Stay a little deficient so that your body slowly slims up and you lose that little bit of extra fat and you put that muscle on you're good you feel way better i stopped snoring that's huge man yeah a lot of people or a lot of guys say that man when they lose like Mm -hmm. like a good amount of weight they like i don't snore anymore you're like god damn yeah when i left newfoundland i was 200 um then as soon as i got up here and i got down around 175 it just or you had her slimmed down pretty good there for a while. Yeah, I was down to like 168, 166. That's pretty good, It was man. looking pretty slim. Bro. I like 170. 170 is yeah. nice for me. I like. I was down to 165 at one point or 164. That's pretty thin for you. That's pretty thin for me. But 170 is the sweet spot for me as well. Like I like it there. I got a little I layer. Felt yeah. Nice I, I got a little layer of fat on, but like you can see a little hint of, of some stomach Beef. there. And then- <laughs> that's it because i don't want to be fucking like sucked in or anything like that like i don't want to be no no i don't want to be two percent body fat no and i don't want to be arnold fucking yoked up to, to nothing either I just no i want to be like, like a healthy strong body basically 10 to 15 body percent or like body fat percentage somewhere in the 15 is good man yeah and well you know you need a little bit of insulation god damn yeah no shit but i'm telling yeah. you i was never colder than when i was weighing in the 160s of course. I, I was like, man, why am I so cold lately? Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, it's like, you're nothing going to block the wind. Get on you, fucking <laughs> Get out of here. So, but yeah, man, hit the gym, folks. Shoot your bow. And then get out to some of these tournaments because you're also supporting local clubs, man. Yes, and take responsibility huge. for your sport. Yeah, just just get out there because if, if you <clears throat> don't go to these clubs and shoot the tournaments and, and pay some memberships and stuff like that. They're going to go away, man. And then you're going to, yeah. oh, fuck, like, I wish I had a range to go to. And it's like, well, you don't have a range to go to because you didn't go to around one you had supported that range. Yeah. So go there, man. And 
you know what, even if you want to, if you shoot a range or, or you can leave 10 bucks in, in a little box usually for a donation or whatever, like do that. Yeah, I do absolutely. That man, I throw a 10 or a five in or whatever I got kicking around the truck just to help them out, man, because like, I want them to stay. I like the fact that there's like three or four ranges around me. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I've more. gone to ones and people are complaining about the targets. Like, man, I'm not going to get a membership next year. The targets suck. Well, they're well, 18 bucks. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, and nobody's paying memberships, so where's the money going to come from? Yeah, or you want lower memberships, or you want whatever, or like, yeah, you know, but you want a cooler course. Uh, you know, go buy a target for them and donate it then. Yeah, if you, you know be what I mean? responsible like, for your sport. Yeah, if you, you love it, if it's what you want to do all the time in your free time, mm. then support it. Absolutely. Support your local range, support your local course, your shops. Yeah, if you like them. If you like, try your best, you know. Give him a, give him a fair shake. Yeah, you know. You know talk like, to him. Yeah. Good idea. And if you're anywhere down around the Guelph area, just hit up Matt at Evolve Archery. He'll sort you out. Yeah. And if you're yeah. out around the Belleville, Belleville area, Ontario Archery Supply is the way to go. You can't yeah, be. They're, they're so good. They set up bows, top notch. Um, Good prices, man. Just help support your local shop. Yeah, keep them around. Absolutely. Problem. Everybody in Canada complains. We got no gear. We got no gear. Well, if you're just buying shop, it online, then it's not going to be in the shop. That's right. On that, folks. Buy local. Thank you for listening, and yeah. go support your local shop and your local wow. range, and get out there and shoot your bow. Good night. Pew pew. Love ya. <laughs>